0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen. And I'm Emily. Welcome to our water cooler episode, where anything goes so long as it's Disney related. Today, let's start off with... I don't know. What should we start off with? I kind of jumped the gun there. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
1: Okay, I'm going to steal this. I think someone uh, we were chatting earlier about this. So if you guys were going to talk about it, uh, too late. <laughs> the I my understanding is that they are going to open up the the uh, California venture, mm-hmm. and they're going to allow people to. They're not opening up California venture. They're going to open up the shops in the Main Street area.
0: Yes. Yeah. That Buena Vista, like some of the the. The shops, and and I guess there's also going to be food, too.
1: Yeah. Why aren't they opening up the Disney side?
0: I bet you they will eventually. I bet this is, like, part one, you know? Because I think, if you remember, like, months ago, didn't they already, like, have plexiglass up on the DCA side? And, like, you could tell that they had already put down markers. Like, I think DCA had been completed first for that kind of preliminary stuff, so... I bet they just need to do the same thing over at Disneyland side. And then maybe they might open it up there too.
1: Because it seems, I mean like downtown Disney is a Disney themed shopping mall. Mm -hmm. And why wouldn't you, and you know, let's face it. Main street UCI is a (laughs) Disney themed shopping mall. (laughs) (laughs) And if they want to generate revenue, why don't they just open it all the way up to the circle and, you know, just block it off there? Or even if they turned the circle into an outdoor bazaar, that would be brilliant.
0: Yeah. I mean, that would be cool. This is something that Knott's has done for like how many months now? And so many people have been like, hey, Disney, we see that Knott's is doing this. Can you maybe do the same thing? And I don't know. It kind of. It feels a little bit like Disney wanted to do things Disney's way, and they wanted to open everything up all at once, just like they were able to do in other countries or in Florida. But it's like, look, if California does not want you to do that, maybe look at what other people are doing that's actually working and do the same. You don't have to be a weak innovator every single time, you know? (laughs) Right.
1: Well, and then also, they make a tremendous amount of revenue from concession sales and uh, merchandise sales. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is that you would think that those are the areas that would be easy to use for those. I mean, they're already set. They are concession and, you know, uh, retail sales. So, and I, I it almost feels like they want to look, we want our cake and eat it too. We want everything open, you know? And the thing is like, well, you know, and then also it, it's, it's, it could be, of course I guess they do have the learning the things that they learned from um, Florida, but mm-hmm. you know it also gives them the ability to learn here in California. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it looks like that outdoor things like Disneyland are fairly low risk is what I've been reading more and more, but it's not risk free, you know. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And, and so, that's the
0: other thing too, it's like You know, Disney has been saying, like, look, we've done everything that we can possibly do. We're, We're cleaning things and we're putting in markers and this and that and whatever. And it's like, that's fantastic. And I absolutely trust that Disney has been doing everything that they can possibly do to make things as safe as possible. And the cast members like everybody. But the problem is... The guests who come aren't always following those rules. And so it's only as safe as the people who are there at the parks, whether it's downtown Disney or when they open up this new thing or whatever, you know, so it's like and you can kind of see that with Florida to where they changed their their signage that said, like, you have to wear a mask at all times to you have to wear a mask properly at all times or you're going to be asked to leave. You know, so the fact that they had to spell it out that much just tells you that people aren't wanting to follow the rules, you know?
1: And then they had to define what a mask was?
0: Yeah. Yeah, properly I mean, people yeah. were
1: trying to cheat and then it's just like then people were start walking around with a soda because like they would say okay you could take off your mask when you're eating then people would always walk around with a soda mm-hmm. trying to cheat the system oh i I'm, I'm drinking for my soda so finally disney said well if you're going to eat or drink you must sit down yeah you know to prevent people from walking around with food just as a guy's not to wear the mask.
0: Did you ever see the mm-hmm. the gauze um, face masks?
1: Oh, I seen no. all sorts of just stupid ones. Someone <laughs> I haven't seen seen that like one.
0: like like thin netting gauze kind of material, like so you could actually see their entire face. Like uh, it wasn't doing anything, and it's just like, like, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, like Yeah, pantyhose. Oh yeah. It's like why? Why is it so hard?
1: You know. So, but. Um, Good. I think that's good news. I look forward for them opening. I look forward to them um, employing people, and uh, I think this is good. Yeah. This is. I'm hoping this is good for us. I I think it's great.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I would love if they did some kind of like, you know, I don't know what you would call it, but like, imagine if they did like pop up Disney stores, Disney shops, like. All over the nation, you know, and did some kind of thing where it's like, hey, we realize that you really miss going to Disneyland or Disney World. And maybe, you know, either you don't feel comfortable going or, you know, there's restrictions or whatever. Like, here, we're bringing some of the Disney magic to you. And they could even do, like, Knott's Berry Farm has live entertainment going. So, like, imagine if you had some kind of outdoor, maybe, like, outdoor mall setting and you have, like, a quick mickey show or princess show or something you know
1: but that's what i was thinking is that that whole um that circle you know yeah, uh, around this disney statue that whole area could be turned into like an outdoor carnival concession fair kind of area Mm -hmm. yeah so but i think disney is trying to do that because right now isn't disney starting to sell some exclusives at uh at target now
0: yeah are they What is, there's, like, Galaxy's Edge kind of stuff, I think.
1: I think it's also
0: 65th anniversary stuff. Yeah. Fun.
1: So, yeah, apparently it's supposed to be, like, like all the stuff that was only available in the parks is now, a lot of it, or some of it, will be available at Target stores. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah so yeah,
0: more of this disney or like add more stuff to shop disney so this way like if there's people that are like you know what i'm sure you guys are doing a great job i still just really don't want to risk going to a city that has a really high case count i'm just going to order online like didn't make it online like Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so frustrated disney please I want I to give you money, but I don't want to go there. <laughs> 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 Basically, <laughs> I don't want to wait an hour in line to get in. To wait another hour to go shopping, I just want to be. Oh my god! Shop home. another
2: hour in line just to pay, probably. Yes, like come on, <laughs> just no.
0: <laughs> put your put more of your stuff online, please. Right.
1: <sighs> yeah, right,
0: that's my rant. <laughs>
1: You know, this is one of the things, you know, I guess I the reason why I'm so cautious is um, being a person who goes to conventions a lot. So, I go to Comic-Con all the time. I go to WonderCon. Mm-hmm. I've gone to D23. I've gone to Anime Expo. I've gone to fountain pen shows. And there's something people who do this on a regular basis. It's called convention rot. I mean, it's the slang that we use. And what convention rot is, is that when you go to a convention, there's like a fairly good chance that you are going to get the worst cold that you've ever had in your whole gosh darn life. Yep. Yep. And the reason why, and I, and I get it, and I get it, and I get it, and I get it. And what happens is there's people who wait the whole year. They save up their, all their savings because I am going to go to Comic Con or is this is going to be, and then they get sick that week and they're like, I don't care how sick I am. I'm going to make it to Comic Con. Mm -hmm. And so they come sick. And they touch all the doorknobs or, you know, the, the ropes on the lines or whatever. And then you accidentally touch it and then you get sick. And normally it's not such a big deal because, yeah, you get sick and then you go home and you suffer for a couple of days. But essentially you go, yeah, everything's fine. But when it's even just the this is but the problem is most of the time these types of things have a zero a percent chance of killing you as opposed to covid which even though it is slight is could be really damaging to you and so that's the problem is Mm -hmm. you know this is it's it's not quite the same as your common cold where you get sick and feel bad for a couple of days this could be something that could be much worse
0: yeah or you give it to somebody else and they have a worse time with it than you do like maybe you you know just feel like kind of crummy but you're fine But then you accidentally give it to somebody else and they have a much worse time with it, you know?
1: Right. But, you know, and once again, I get it, you know, and the thing is, we all love Disneyland and we all want to go back and the chances of getting sick are slim. But at the same time, I think there's no reason why you can't open up your gates and do some things, you know, hold shopping events and things like that and make a little bit of money. It's not ideal. But, you know, we'll all get, hopefully we can all get through this together as good neighbors. Disney, we want to be good neighbors with you. So <laughs> Anywho. next topic. We got to go on. To <laughs> yes. This is way too serious.
2: <laughs> okay. OK, let's jump back in after our quick sponsor break.
1: Main Street UCI is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News top 10 public university. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 professional certificate programs, we've helped over a quarter million students meet their career goals. And we can help you meet yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing.
2: Okay, welcome back everyone. So um, going for a little lighter material uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, disney disney plus again i feel like that's like one of the only things we can talk about because that's like always new uh, but disney released once upon a snowman which is like a oh. 10 or 12 minute short of olaf and it's like I'm pretty I think it's between I haven't watched it yet because I just saw it pop up. But it's between the first and second movie. So it's kind of like Olaf just figuring out how to be a living being. Oh, cute. it sounds like <laughs> so it sounds really cute. <laughs> so excited to watch that later. Um and to get into like the holiday spirit. Do we know? I don't know, has Disney announced if they're doing a frozen three? Or is that hmm. no that's that's not official?
0: I wouldn't be surprised <clears throat> if you did one, but I don't okay. know if anything official's if come out. I mean, okay. what would you do? Well, I guess you can do like here's Anna's adventures being. Oh, I'm not going to spoil anything. Never mind. I'm not saying more <laughs> <laughs> After the events, it could be like here's what one sister
2: is doing. Here's what the other sister is doing. And true, yeah. I could see them. I'm sure Dizzy can cook up something. But uh, in case you're missing, you're itching for some new frozen, you can check out that. Um, Once Upon a Snowman, super cute. Um, also, th- this is really just random stuff that I've come across. But uh, on Amazon, you can find a mini Mickey Mouse waffle maker for only $13. Ooh. Oh, snap. Yeah, so good Christmas gift or just like, you know, treat yourself gift for not being able to eat the real ones at Disneyland. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so excited about that.
1: I love Mickey waffles.
0: I do, too. (laughs) I think there's like Eggo ones now, too. Like, really, I don't know if it's the one where, like, sometimes I think they have the ones where it's still a round waffle, but then there's like an imprint in the middle. But I think I've also seen ones where it's like an actual just mouse shape. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just like wishing this into the universe. I don't (laughs) know. But I'm pretty sure last time I was at the supermarket, I saw something like that. So nice. like, there's a lot more Disney foods that you can find now. Like there's the ice cream bars that you can find and things
2: like that. So maybe we'll do an episode on just like Disney foods that you can find outside of Disney. Yeah, That'd that would be fun. Nice. Um, I know they do like have the churros and stuff. That you yeah. Can the buy. churro mix. Yeah. So hmm, mm-hmm. that's a good idea. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know Oh Oh, yeah, what's up? I was gonna move on to a new topic, but yes, are we still
1: (laughs) to move this on? I'm I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Just as a little shout out, if you have a chance, Josh Gad, who does the voice of Olaf. This is my kind of (laughs) tangent. Is that um, he also reads um, children's books?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So online. So if you're interested in having someone read to your kids, Josh Gad is he's doing lots of these like where the sidewalk ends and he does it in his own home and he does a little video of it. So is that on YouTube, um, you know or? what? I think it's on his Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but you have to be careful because he's uh political. Ah. And so he has a lot of political things and, you know, I, I, kids are smart, but the thing is like, make sure that you find his read alongs, you know, and, um, not, I'm not, I don't have a problem with this politics, but just, you know, just in case it may not be the right time to introduce your kids to politics. That's all.
2: Hmm. All right. Noted. Um, going over to TikTok as your resident TikToker. Um, <laughs> 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 I, TikTok. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't search this before, but I came across on like, so I don't know. I think you've mentioned, Jen, that you've been on TikTok. I don't know if you've been on TikTok, Zen, but there's like two kind of feeds that you can look at. There's one that's like the for you kind of explore page that you just kind of anything and everything that kind of fits your algorithm or what you're interested in, it'll serve it to you. And then the other feed is actually people that you actively follow. So, anyways, I was on Twitter the other day and then on my explorer side the official disney parks um account played and i had no idea that i don't know why i wouldn't think that disneyland had their or disney parks had their own account i just didn't think of it but their content is very fun because you get a glimpse of all the different disneys and they show like the most reason when i saw was just someone had commented and was like can you can someone go and check on the ducks at Disneyland and they actually went <laughs> show like a put a bunch of little clips together of all the ducks at Disneyland which was oh, really yes. cute i saw this one oh, it's so cute awesome. it's so cute so it's like it's you'll see the castle and you'll see all the rides and things like that but they do little things like the ducks um and the oh another one i saw was the the four um what are they They're called the guys that play the instruments, the quad. They're, like, they're in the striped shirts in Disneyland. Oh, the Dapper Dans? Thank you, the Dapper Dans. Okay.
1: Uh, It's like, (laughs) uh... (laughs) oh.
2: I knew someone had to know. Okay, so there's one where the Dapper Dans are in their, like, usual get up with the striped shirts. And then they do a transition where you see each of them turn into their, like, Halloween, (gasps) like, spooky counterparts. Nice. That's super cool, too. So, just little fun things just to get some Disney, some of your Disney fix. I love that. See, Yeah. You know, like if they can just make more of that kind of stuff and like feed it to us. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I don't know, like I would have, cause I follow the Disney parks, Instagram, but they don't do that much. And I feel like as social media person, <laughs> they could have <laughs> like just used what they created for TikTok and just put it on Instagram too. So I, then yeah, I would have known. Because- I literally just accidentally came across that.
1: (laughs) Does anyone feel like that Disneyland almost needs to have like a Facebook or TikTok channel where they have influencers?
0: They already kind of do though.
1: Well, they have influencers that are not Disney employees, right?
0: Mm -hmm. But don't they also have, like, the... I forget the guy's name now. I'm blanking on it. But, like, I remember when Galaxy's Edge was coming out, they had that one guy that would come on and make these quick videos about, like, hey, here's what you can expect when Galaxy's Edge opens. So be prepared with this, this, and this. And so maybe they just don't do it that often anymore?
1: I mean, I guess what it is is, like, I would watch a Disney... Someone who just has a lot of Disney insight, who works for Disney, or, hey, let me take you somewhere back here that I can't, you know, you normally don't see, or mm-hmm. you know, just you know, here's a Disney... you more
0: like the Imagineering story, where it's like, yeah. hey, here's how this yeah. worked, or here's the story behind this. Did you know? Right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, it'd be really neat to have if they had a channel like, like that. a designated
2: just... channel for that, yeah.
1: Yeah, That's yeah. you because, but that's not third party.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. Everything that I've seen, and I'm pretty sure everything that you guys have seen, are. It's all just like random content here and there that you just happen well, to I come guess. across. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess.
1: I guess what it is is essentially, I would love to see an, an official ambassador of Disneyland. It could okay. be John Stamos, <laughs> you know, whatever, but it'd be really neat to have an official ambassador of Disneyland and just you know, just give feeding us Disney stuff all the time.
0: I think they used to do a show like years ago called, I think it was like Disney world inside out or something like that. And I think it kind of did that where it was like, you know, here's a look at this and blah, blah, blah. And, but I think it focused either only on Walt Disney world, if I remember correctly, or primarily on Walt Disney world. So it'd be awesome to see like, Hey, here's this park, here's that park, like all around the world, not just Walt Disney World, you know?
1: Okay, here's the closest thing I... Do you guys watch the bun or the controversial Bun Appetit YouTube channel?
2: Mm, I think I've seen... No, maybe... I think I've heard of it, but I haven't actually watched it.
1: Okay, so the thing is, Bon Appetit, which is a magazine, they have their own YouTube cooking channel. Now, they got in a little bit of trouble because they they were very, very biased. It was very white-centric and all this type of thing. They weren't paying a lot. But either and or, it was a great channel about cooking and mm-hmm. so they made a bunch of little cooking shows there was personalities that were you know it's just like there's one guy named brad and he's like a total construction worker kind of guy but he's a great cook and he's it's just fun to see this guy cook and just talk and he's you know and just to see a bunch of it would be neat if disneyland hired a bunch of personalities anyways their own create their own influencers with inside you know inside your information i would watch that
2: mm-hmm
1: Anyways, that's it. I'm done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, kind of keeping along with the idea of social media and YouTube, um, I want to talk about someone that has made lots of videos and has been around for a while, but I only like recently kind of found them. And th- it's a channel called Royalty Soaps. And this person, Katie, I think her name is, yes. She makes these amazing soaps that um, she often does kind of like Disney-themed ones, so she just finished doing a whole bunch of different villain-inspired ones, so she had um, let me see here, she had Hades, she did uh, Prince John, Um, she's done like just all sorts of really cool combinations of things, and she's even done like Disney princesses and, and stuff like that, but She's so much fun to watch. She's so, like, just naturally just happy and excited about life. And it's just cool to see how she takes different characters and then reworks their, like, iconic colors or or even, like, you know, some of the items that you think of when you think of that character into soap. And it's just, it's so just like like something fun to just like have on while you're doing something else, but you just look up every couple seconds and she's like adding new layers and new colors and stuff. So, you know, if you're looking for something that's Disney related, but isn't necessarily like our standard recommendations of, you know, here's someone trying food or here's someone going to the parks or whatever, like that might be up your alley. Cause it's really fun. Like, You know, and and I'm not really a type of person who, you know, like, like the fanciest soap that I get is basically if I get something from like Bath and Body Works. That's it. So, you know, like I'm not someone who's actually like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get this from Lush or whatever. But like, it's fascinating to watch. And and she's just so much fun
2: that it's it's a fun watch. So royalty soap, I recommend them. I like it. On the just... Lush. Every single time I walk in, I'm so overwhelmed, and I like freak out because there's so many options, and I don't know what to do with all these soaps.
0: <laughs> they're yeah. just too nice.
2: I can't use soaps that are too nice looking. You know, they're so pretty. Yeah, and you don't want to like ruin it because yeah, like I don't know. You just it's you run it underwater and that's going to be like this melted version of itself, or you mm-hmm. like crumple it and you like just cut it in half, <laughs> right? Like I feel like
0: if I ever bought any of her soaps like i would just have them on display and just be like don't don't ever use these are too beautiful (laughs) here use the pump soap
1: (laughs) (laughs) well have you a long for a long a long time ago they used to make have you seen those old uh, people used to carve candles oh so they would carve candles into these really intricate shapes, and then no one wanted to burn them. And then they oh, made it started yeah. making them larger. So what would happen is they would start to canoe out, you know, so like the center column would canoe out, mm-hmm. and then you could refill it.
0: Oh, so, that's a good idea.
1: So the the outside was a car. I mean, in theory, it could melt down and stuff like that, but it got big enough that, you know, or the wick was small enough that Made such a small flame, but with canoe out, you fill it up and you can read. You can use it as a candle again. But so mm. we need soap like that that will canoe out. No,
0: <laughs> 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 it's just too nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so <clears throat> if you're bored, that's that's one that I recommend. So between that and TikTok, you know, that stuff yeah. that you can do while you're at home and waiting for. DCA to open so you can go shopping.
2: Oh, do we know what the date is that they'll be opening? Like when I'm done everything? Or is it just plans right wish. now?
0: It sounded like November, I think. Ooh, okay. But sh- that's like now, so. Yep. yep <laughs> now. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but sometime in November, if you are brave enough. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't have the thing in front of me. Okay, I'm sure they'll make plenty of announcements, right?
1: Not soon enough.
0: So let us know if you are planning to go to DCA when it opens up, um, or if you have any other fun TikToks or YouTube channels that you think we should check out. But for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our
2: previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And you can always find us on our Instagram and Facebook pages at MainStreetUCI. Don't forget to send us your questions and requests. We love to hear from you.
1: And thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. It's the only UC in the same county as Disneyland. Yay! Yay. (laughs) So, you can find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye!